Oh, Gary, you got something? No, I don't. I was just sitting and listening in interested silence. And the home of the brave. Welcome to episode 92 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers. And uh, was 92 a very good year? I don't know. But hopefully 92 is a very good podcast, because that is this one that you are listening to with your ears right now. And we do so very much appreciate your tunage to this particular show. At least I do. I can't speak for my partner. How about you, James? Yeah, man. Bring it on. I appreciate it. And uh, we wouldn't be here without the great, great listeners that we have out there. Bring it on! (laughs) Just totally peaked that level. I'm sorry. I apologize, listener. (laughs) Well, WrestleMania is coming up, right? Yeah, in like two weeks, three weeks. uh, About two weeks when whenever, well... Just over two weeks when this podcast drops. So, you know, I don't know when you're listening to this. You could be listening to this in like November of, you know, 2028, for all I know. But um, as we record here, it is, uh, or as we release here, it will be just a little over two weeks before WrestleMania. Cool, man. Yeah. Uh, well, and- the, the grandest stage of them all. And uh, do we get away with not pointing at the sign who talk about WrestleMania without pointing towards the logo? Yeah, well, I don't have one in my house, so I don't have one anywhere to point. So, yeah, I, I think so. All right, don't want to get in any trouble. So. No, no, it's, I respect that. That's fair. But, no, I think we can get away without pointing at the sign. Okay, cool. Don't tell Vince. I won't. <laughs> All right. Okay. I mean, we don't, we don't even need to necessarily point to the sign. We could just look at it determinedly and then turn and and look at one another as if to say, I will see you at WrestleMania. Which is probably true because you're so generous to invite your friends over to watch the event. So I probably will end up seeing you at WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, (laughs) Hey, you are certainly welcome if you would like to come over. And of course, I mean, James listener, I, it's not that I don't want you to come. It's just that I don't necessarily know you. And I can't just extend that invitation. I mean, my family lives here and I'm not insinuating that you're bad people, but I think you understand. I'm not just going to invite some random person on the Internet into my home. That's reasonable, right, James? Oh, more than reasonable. Sure. Plus, I don't have a big place, so I don't know how many of you would take me up on that. And I can't just, you know, I can't just turn people away. That would be rude. So I think I think this year I'm just going to limit it to James if it's okay with you. <laughs> yeah, and we don't want to take any money out of Vince's pocket either. So I know there's the WWE Network and all that, or you could even still individually order pay-per-views and so on and so forth. Or if you're lucky enough to go down to New Orleans and be at the actual event, God bless. I am not. I will be <laughs> right here in my living room when WrestleMania occurs. So that that's uh, where I will be experiencing the event. And 
honestly, I will probably experience some of it the next day at work because those things have just been going later and later. I think last year the show ended after midnight, which is ridiculous. Yeah, it's a Sunday night, man. It's uh, you got to help out your fans a little bit. I mean, it starts just the the actual show starts at like seven o'clock. Plus, they have a two hour pre-show. So, like, it's it's you're not the Super Bowl. Stop trying to be the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, you mean it's not all about commercials and who cares about the game? Is that what you're yeah. saying? Well, no, I'm saying oh. it's not an all day event. They want it to be an all day event. It's not. It shouldn't be an all day event. I do not have that much wrestling in me. <laughs> Fair enough. But if it were a deck hockey game. Then that's totally different. I mean, if I was watching deck hockey, yeah, sure. If I was watching deck hockey all day, if it was like engaging, like a tournament or something, yeah, I could, I could live with that. But I just, if I, I, I couldn't play deck hockey all day, at least not consistently all day. I would need several breaks here and there. Right. Like, you know, speaking of a few episodes past with our friends at the Raleigh street hockey and the Ironman tournament and so on and so forth. And, their great job that they do with their YouTube page. We did do a lot of research leading up to those podcasts, and that's definitely worth your while, as we've said before. So we hope you've taken advantage of that. Yeah, check out the RSHL's YouTube channel to uh, check out all the action from their recent Ironman tournament and previous, and just games, games of the week from every week from their league. So if you're somebody who likes watching deck hockey on YouTube, which I do, then I think you're in for a treat because they do a good job covering that. Definitely. And I just want to thank Lou for many reasons, but particularly a huge assist that he came up with where we were hoping to get the Amish Paradise performance by the American Rhino. And we had a little bit of a vote up there on our Facebook and Twitter accounts. Is this the and royal we, James? <laughs> yes. And Lou put us over the top where he threatened to do a hunger strike. And the American Rhino being the kind-hearted, wonderful man that he is, we couldn't let Lou go through that. So we were able to uh, put the clip up, and and I'm glad everybody has enjoyed it. And thank you, Lou, and thank you, American Rhino. Yeah, so if you haven't seen that and want to for whatever reason, it is only (laughs) available on our Facebook page, or or at least the link is only available on our Facebook page because – the clip is not publicly searchable on YouTube. So if you want to watch it, you have to go to facebook.com slash hit the deck and you can find that post and you can watch it that way. Otherwise you are SOL. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it occurs to me that we've not yet introduced ourselves. We should probably get to that if you have no objection. No, not at all. All Like seven and a half minutes in. Why not? (laughs) Well, in that case, I think we should get to our starting lineup for this podcast. And for tonight's starting lineup, in goal, as ever, I am number 35, your American Rhino, Gary McComiskey. And, of course, my stalwart companion. On defense, number four, I'm James Sajazi. Indeed, sir, indeed. How have you been? I I didn't ask how your week was. That was rude of me. No, not at all. Uh, week was okay. Just kind of a little upset that the Rangers look like they're not going to make the playoffs for the first time in seven years or so and kind of got spoiled by them making the playoffs the last 10 out of 11 seasons. But uh, other than that, I mean, it looks good for our friends in Columbus. They are uh, doing pretty well in the thick of things with Jersey, too. So uh, for Superfan Sue. 
They're in the thick of it with Washington, Pittsburgh, and Philly. But, you know, Tampa and Boston and Nashville have already clinched at the recording of this podcast. But the Islanders are in the same boat as the Rangers. So they're fighting for, if at all, I don't know if it's statistically possible for either of those teams to make the playoffs. They're about know. 10 points out with eight games left. Yeah, I don't know about the Islanders. I think the Rangers, it's still statistically possible, but not in any way probable. And, uh, and yeah, Carolina's kind of hanging around, too. They are nine points out at the recording of this podcast. So I think that covers most of our, our friends out there and, and the teams that they root for. And thank you again. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to get into a whole Rangers thing. Cause I, yeah. Suffice to say, I, look, I have probably been spoiled by Henrik Lundqvist for the last 15 years or whatever, but I just, I don't like this new kid, Georgiev. I just, I, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't think he's that good. And I know that the announcers are like, oh, you know, you have to look at the little things that he's doing. And those goals aren't his fault. At the end of the day, you know my mentality, James. I'm a goalie. I say every goal is on the goalie, regardless of, of how much or little help he gets or she. So I'm saying this kid is not up to my personal standard of goaltending. So, I'm, you know, I'm, maybe that's unreasonable of me and so be it. But that's I'm not sold. I'm not sold. Fair enough. And I think when the broadcasters need to plant a little seed in the fans' ears, that's when the uh, red flags go up and don't tell us what to think. But uh, we're not that dumb. Uh, how are you doing, by the way? Uh, I'm okay. I'm a little banged up. Hopefully, I've been told that I'm just getting old. But um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, I can get back in game shape. Probably not this weekend, but but by next week. I did play last weekend and we had some very competitive games and one not so much. So, uh, but, but, you know, it put me through my paces and I did get a couple of W's out of it. So that was good. And yeah, I mean, otherwise mostly the same, like I said, a little banged up, but otherwise more or less, uh, same as ever, same as ever was, same as it ever was, same as it ever was, same as it ever was. Yeah, you know, for all you non-Catholics out there or non-Christians that you can tell it's getting late in Lent for Gary and I because Holy Week is coming up and it's been a rough Lent and between the weather in the Northeast and that we are really tired and physically beaten down. So we need some we need some Easter and some spring. Well, James, <laughs> we've been getting plenty of Nor'easter here, so <laughs> we're partway there. Does that count? No, it doesn't. As uh, Gary and I, before we went on air, we were just talking about the they had to shovel out, hopefully for the last time this season. It's late March, and Punxsutawney Phil or any of that nonsense, just little rodents, don't listen to them because they're liars. Yes, we've been getting nor'easters when we should have been getting nor'lents. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't you have access to a liturgical calendar? Oh, boy. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's spring. Hey, spring. It's spring somewhere, just not here. It is allegedly spring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like you said, I'm sure it's spring somewhere. Like, uh, in a warmer weather climate, one presumes. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I know it was raining in California today, or at least in the LA area. I don't, uh, California's a big place. I guess it probably wasn't raining everywhere, or at least it didn't have to be raining everywhere. But uh, I know it was wet in L.A. because my counterpart at work works there on the West Coast. So um, she was wet. Okay. 
I know that doesn't make any difference to anybody, but that's just there you go. That's your that's your LA area weather report for some reason. Hopefully people are listening out there. Yeah. I don't know if they still are after all this. But uh <laughs> If you have managed to stick with us this far, I promise we do have some actual hockey content for this podcast. Yes, we do. Um, should should we jump into that? Let's I think do it. We owe that to our listeners. Yes. All sincere right. apologies. Well, then, in that case, James, if you would be so kind as to tell us what is on deck for this podcast. Yes, sir. Thank you. Game misconduct. A huge annual Canadian deck hockey tournament known as Play On was benched this year because of lack of sponsorship. The reason for the dried up funds is most un-Canadian, but at least one town in Newfoundland is doing something about it. Look Ma, I'm on TV! MonumentalSportsNetwork.com teamed up with Key Motion to livestream local youth and high school hockey games from the D.C. area. And, mind if I play? A hundred young Pittsburgh Penguins fans won an incredible opportunity to play ice hockey with Sidney Crosby and five of his teammates. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. You're welcome, sir. I guess that's a great opportunity if you're into that sort of thing. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) I guess we can talk about that in a little while. We will. But first, so the the play on tournament was not able to happen this year. That is unfortunate. Yes, it is. And it's a pretty incredible thing. It's for 15 years they've been doing it, by the way. And it's an annual street hockey tournament that has gone on through hundreds of communities throughout Canada. And this year they don't have the funding to do it. So at least this season they're saying they're making it sound like they're just in hiatus or something like that. So hopefully that is the case, that it's bad enough that they're not doing it this year. And hopefully from years to come, they'll be able to get it back up. It seemed like they were able to get some uh, bites for the sponsorship, but it kind of fell through at the last minute. Hopefully that's a good sign for things to come. And we will get into the Newfoundland town taking matters into their own hands. But for now, what's going on with Play On is uh, Scott Hill, the tournament's founder and president, said that they uh, were pulling the plug back in uh, January of this year. Yeah, well, I mean, we talked about it on the podcast last year. It's, you know, this is... This play on tournament is not unfamiliar to the Hit the Deck podcast. So they do good work there. You know, they raise money and it's, it's kind of a big deal. You know, this uh, it's an important tournament and it is really a shame that they were not able to get it going this year. And that's that's all due to a lack of corporate sponsorship because this tournament is not cheap to run. No, believe it or not, it costs about three million dollars. That's three million with an M uh, to sustain. And that's a big chunk of change, especially especially when you're talking about deck hockey. Yeah. And so they without the proper sponsorship, had they gone through with this tournament, they would have had to charge teams about two thousand dollars per team just to break even. And that's not a workable business model for a deck hockey tournament. No, exactly. So uh, Scott Hill realized that, and that's one of the reasons why he figured, all right, let's not do it this year, and we'll uh, roll up our sleeves and work on to get back on it next year and for many years to come, hopefully for another 15 years and a lot longer. So Hill actually created the festival back in 2003, up in Canada, of course, and it just kept growing from there. And then in 2007... CBC's Hockey Night in Canada became a title sponsor. So that's the Canadian Broadcasting Company. I assume that's what it stands for. And getting that kind of money, that's where the $3 million is. Really nothing for uh, TV networks and such to come up with that 
cash, but for people like we are and deck hockey players, it's just insurmountable. But they were happily uh, sponsoring things since 07, and uh, it expanded in 2008. And then going on till 2014, Rogers took over the NHL broadcasting rights, and they do something else called Hockey Night in Canada. So it's kind of like robbing Peter to pay Paul in that aspect, hmm. where they kept their funds for the Hockey Night, but took them away from the uh, Play On tournament. Well, apparently they were very close to getting a sponsor for this year's tournament, or at least a lead sponsor, because they have a, a number of sponsors, but the main, the title sponsor is what they call it. Like the, you know, when you have like a such and such event brought to you by Coca-Cola, that's, you know, Coca-Cola in this instance would be the title sponsor. So they couldn't find their Coca-Cola. They almost had one, but they, uh, I guess, declined at the last minute to go ahead and sponsor the tournament. So whoever you are, whatever your secret sponsorship is, because they're not telling who it was. I guess they want to try and stay on good terms and hopefully bring them back next year. But uh, whoever you are, you know who you are out there. Shame. Shame. <laughs> Shame. And hey, if you are listener happen to be a secret millionaire or billionaire and you you know you're a fan of hockey obviously if you're listening to this podcast i can't imagine what else you'd be a fan of and and you want to sponsor this tournament get on the horn with you know the play on peeps i don't know why i called them that they're not they don't call themselves the play on peeps because if they did i could see why they might lose their sponsorship but <laughs> no don't don't hold that against them that's all me so if, in fact, you would like to sponsor them, reach out and, and, you know, sponsor for a good cause. If you have three million dollars burning a hole in your pocket and, you know, you want to get you want to get out there and do good. eh? so you, and 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 when you're done sponsoring play on, you know, if 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 in fact you are this kind of wealthy benefactor, uh, maybe sprinkle some of that sugar on James and myself. We wouldn't mind. We'll, yeah, absolutely. We'll be and happy out, to shill for you, whatever your business is. No question about it. And yeah, help out the people of Bay Roberts in Newfoundland too. follow their lead. But yeah, what really happened was in 2013, Rogers bought the rights to the NHL broadcasting in Canada and signed a 12 year, $5.2 billion deal. That's billion with a B. And then the uh, deal between Rogers and the CBC allows Rogers to use the Hockey Night in Canada name, but the migration of Hockey Night in Canada to Rogers left his organization without a sponsor, his organization being Play On mm -hmm. and uh, Mr. Hill. So that's what really happened, and all that money just kind of dried up immediately. That is, left the, yeah, yeah left that's a huge unfortunate. Gap. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's the weird thing. It's the, the odd thing is, again, speaking of previous broadcasts of Hit the Deck, we've talked about the Rogers and what they do, the hometown hockey where they were just in Niagara for a Ranger game, as a matter of fact, I believe it was the Rangers versus Canadians. And they do a lot of cool things, and they do it for the whole season, too. They'll go to a, they'll do a pregame and uh, have kids playing deck hockey and doing all this crazy stuff. They'll have players and, and whatnot, and it's really interactive and fun. And for some reason, they decided maybe they didn't want to share the wealth with deck hockey, I don't understand, or, or at least the play-on street hockey tournament. And I don't quite understand that. I guess the $3 million price tag is the biggest reason, but... Hopefully the Light the Lamp campaign, which we will get into in a little bit, will light a fire, so to speak, and, and get the play on tournament back on its feet. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it's 
as James and I have said many times, it's important to spread the good word of hockey, you know, street hockey, ball hockey, whatever, to grow the sport and just get out there and give people an opportunity to play. And that's, you know, that's really at its core. That's what ball hockey is. It's an accessible sport that gives people an opportunity to play when they might not otherwise have one. So I agree with you, James. Hopefully they can get these things turned around somehow, find a new sponsor, some, you know, some white knight to ride in with, uh, you know, a couple of saddlebags filled with money to save the day. Yeah. And just to give you an idea of what Mr. Hill has been dealing with and, and how huge play on is, is he was saying that some events have more than 30,000 people with 60 games on multiple rinks. And that requires police and paramedics and even fire crews yeah. on standby. And it's a lot of people. It's a big volume of people. You have to worry about safety and player safety and all that stuff. So it's really, it's a lot more complicated than people may think that go into it. And that's why the price tag is always high because everybody has his hand out and people don't do things for free. So that's just why it's so huge and so important that they get a sponsor, a title sponsor, to save the day. And like the American Rhino said, anybody out there listening knows a billionaire or something, play on. And we'd love to have this in America too, by the way. Yeah, if you want to bring this to America, please feel free to do that. If you want to want to hop off the bench, see what I did there. If you want to hop off the bench and become, uh, you know, the the title sponsor for this tournament, then that's that that would be a great thing if you could do that. I'm sure most, if not all, of our listeners do not have the means to do that. But hey, you never know unless you ask, right? There you go. <laughs> well done. So this leads up to the good people of Bay Roberts in Newfoundland that have started a campaign and their own deck hockey tournament called Light the Lamp. And you can find out more information about that on Facebook at Bay Roberts Town and through LightTheLamp2018.com. The cool thing about this is that their tournament is held on the weekend of June 23rd through 24th this year, obviously, and it's $250 per team. You can have about five to seven players, including goalies, and your maximum for a roster is nine players, so it would be an additional $25 for the two other players if you go five to seven, and then you get the nine players. So basically, if you get seven players, guys and girls together, that would be about 36 bucks a player, and if you get five players together, that would be about 50 bucks a player. So it's not, that's much more reasonable than what, like $2,000 a team or whatever the case is. So they're doing a good job over there in Newfoundland. They're not giving up. And hopefully that will spread on and, and play on, if you will. Do we know or did you say if this is a three-on-three three or a five-on-five five tournament or, or what? I believe it's three-on-three. Three. I have to go double-check on the website. Uh, well, that's fine. You know, it's, it's not a big deal. I just figure with those numbers, you know, it, it, it seemed, it's more likely that it would be three on three because you know five on five if you have seven players then that's you know two extra players and that that makes for a lot of tired players but i i know you're just throwing out numbers but yeah so i was just curious yeah well i guess we have to do some more research on the website there so light the lamp 2018 the heck you say yeah.com but they expect to have about a thousand to fifteen hundred players participate and it'll be a big boost for the community, for the Newfoundland town. And again, they are showing the way 
for what Canada or at least hockey up north is all about. So good for I them, and I hope it's a success, and I hope it's enough to get play on back. Show me the way every day I want you. Show me the way. My Frampton is showing. <laughs> yes, it is. Sorry about that. Well, hey, never apologize for bringing up Peter Frampton. Frampton Comes Alive, awesome album. I don't have one of those cool things for my guitar. Yeah. You think you could do the rest of the podcast? Probably not, no. Charlie Brown, parents and and adults would appreciate that. That's speaking their language. (laughs) That's like, um, what is that, a trumpet, I think? It's, uh, is it a, I believe it's a trumpet or I'm thinking of, um, a trombone? I think it might be a trombone too. Because it's there's a it's a famous like jazz player or something that did it, you know, made those noises for the adults, and I don't remember who. I guess yeah, that's for the hit the Charlie Brown podcast. <laughs> yes, right, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Don't hit Charlie Brown, please. He's too cool. Leave him alone. He's the type of guy that uh, I admire more later in life through some of the trials and tribulations that you go through, where you just have to bounce back. And dust yourself off and get back in the game. So Charlie Brown's a hero of mine. Yeah, as as I grow older, I think I like Lucy even less. If oh yeah, possible. Absolutely. But for uh, other teenagers and youngsters out there, if you're a hockey player in the D.C. area, that's Washington D.C., you have a chance to have your hockey skills being on display on uh, on the internet. Yeah. This is pretty cool. So the Monumental Sports Network, in association with Keymotion, are going to stream live youth hockey games in, I guess, the Washington, D.C. area on the Internet. So, you know, I mean, it's like if you I, I don't know how extensive their setup is. I don't know if it's like the RSHL or or if it's more, you know, on the NHL level or or even just one person with an iPhone, but like uh, James and I have done in the past. But on some level, you know, these kids are going to have an opportunity to be streamed worldwide on the Internet. And, and that's that's pretty cool. Like, you know, if you're a kid. Yeah, it's fun to play, but to be able to, one, have that record of your playing to go back and watch and to show off to people who can't be there, that's really exciting. And I think it adds, it may even add an extra layer to the level of competition, just the knowledge that they're, you know, being watched by more than just the people in the stands. So that's an exciting opportunity for these kids. Absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head there. That key motion is a, uh, believe it or not, a motion detection company, which comes up pretty often on this podcast. Kind of like what we were saying, Sting following Hillary Knight along those lines. Yeah, and you'd think she'd get like a restraining order or something at some point. But no, she just lets him lets him uh, do his thing. It's Sting. I, I would. Who wouldn't want this, such an incredible, talented man following you around? Uh, you know, I'm sure at some point the novelty wears off and it gets a little weird. And for him, too, you figure he's got better things to do, like be the uh, world-famous musician that he is. You would think, but I mean, Hillary Knight is a pretty great athlete, so... No question. I mean, we wouldn't just have anybody follow her around, right? I'm sure she's pretty compelling. <laughs> sure. So anyway, yeah, key motion. I really the, do uh, wonder one of these days if we're going to get sued by one or both of them 
hey, any kind of publicity is good publicity, right? I can't afford that kind of publicity. Will we, will we be able to broadcast or go online from prison? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to have a phone in prison, so probably not. All right, then uh, let's get our ducks in order and be very friendly with Iggy because he is our own LIQ uh, lawyer. So <laughs> Yeah, we... He's a devil fan, though. We have so him on retainer. Yeah. We might need Sue to go to bat for us, for the devil fans. But uh, anyway, um, Keymotion is a cloud-based technology. And yes, they utilize um, motion-detecting camera systems. And that helps with the broadcast extremely. And the cool thing, too, is they could provide local and out-of-town fans with the coverage. So you can check out if your team's on the road playing these guys in D.C., obviously, with the home team crowds as well but also as the american rhino was alluding to coaches and leagues can get real-time analytical data again and just like you were saying too fans and subscribers and coaches and teams they get instant access to this and they could even share highlights through social media and that's connected with the website and the app and all of this stuff too you could get it through roku or fire tv apple tv xbox one PlayStation and your internet and your phone and whatever. So it's very accessible, on the go, and pretty exciting. You know what I'm going to ask, James? What? Do they have broadcasters to commentate on these games? Do they need any? Great question. We know some guys. Yes, we do. Uh, Between us and Mr. Daniel Wilson, I think that that we have some pretty good contenders that can help out there. Uh, He gets enough press as it is. (laughs) We could have a three-man booth, right? Yeah, we could, I guess. <laughs> well, let's let's see what happens. You and Daniel would have to share the play-by-play duties. I would just interject with nonsense every once in a while. Well, maybe I'll uh, hmm, maybe I'll just be the statistician then. <laughs> I defer to Daniel Wilson, <laughs> but we'll see. Maybe Monumental Sports Network. They will. will maybe we'll reach out and see what's hap- See what happens. Uh-huh. I got nothing going on, so why not? Yeah. <laughs> um. But good question. You're always thinking. That that's that's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, I've always got an angle. Oh yeah, any good goalie does, right? <laughs> I see what you did there. I respect that. All right. I've been hanging out with you. It's, it's rubbing uh-huh. off. All right. Hey, uh huh. Hey, you know who else has got some commentators regularly talking about him? Sidney Crosby. Ah, yeah, that's right. And listen, we try, as we've said in in podcasts past, that we try to be as middle of the road as possible to be all inclusive for all deck hockey fans. And inevitably we're going to talk about the NHL because that's the mother of all hockey, of course, and Olympic hockey, whatever else, even roller hockey. But we uh, always do kind of needle the Pittsburgh Penguins fans and, and especially the Philadelphia Flyers fans. If any of you out there are a fan of these teams and listening out there, we appreciate it and thank you. But uh, we do kind of needle the Sidney Crosby fans a little bit too much because our Ranger red, white, and blue shows every now and again. So we apologize for that. So for the season of Easter, we want to make it up to you. Yeah. Yeah. We, (laughs) we sure do James. One of the good things about Lent is we're focusing on our faith. And one of the key components of faith is forgiveness. So please forgive us out there. And we're offering out an olive branch or a hockey stick in uh, forgiveness so and uh, one of the key components of lent is sacrifice so i'm going to sacrifice by talking about Sidney crosby 
Because really, this is awesome and, and good for him. And really, I can't imagine the excitement that these youngsters experienced seeing the Stanley Cup champion come out, an all-star and future Hall of Famer, play hockey with them. And, and he put on little pads. He got in goal and everything. And he had five of his teammates there, too. And the official goalie, too, Tristan Jarry for the uh, the Penguins among them. But yeah, I mean, these kids are four to nine years old. They're a part of a youth hockey program in Pittsburgh, of course. And uh, what happened was there were a hundred of them that won the opportunity to practice with brand new head-to-toe equipment that was sponsored and donated to them by the NHL, especially the Pittsburgh Penguins Foundation, USA Hockey, Dick's Sporting Goods, which is based in Pittsburgh, I believe, or at least in Pennsylvania, and CCM as well. So it's all top quality, great stuff. And these kids got it all for free and all decked out. And on top of that, there comes Sidney Crosby out on the ice to play with them. Can't imagine what that could have been like. So the youth hockey program that the Pittsburgh Penguins Foundation sponsors, they actually give equipment to 2,000 children. And it's called Learn to Play. And they have sessions held at the UPMC Lemieux Sports Complex. And uh, so that's just a thrill on its own. And then there it was. Uh, Mr. Uh, Crosby decided to come out with a few of his teammates and, and play with them and, and teach them some pointers and fundamentals and have fun just being a kid again. And that's pretty, pretty incredible. That's, you know, good for the NHL, good for Mr. Crosby and for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And forget it. I mean, they've just made lifelong fans, which will remember this moment forever. And uh, just a little gesture like that is beyond cool and something that's kind of expected for NHLers because very rarely do you come across an NHLer who's a jerk or selfish. It's just kind of unheard of in the NHL land, pound for pound, when you, especially when you compare them to other professional athletes and, and, and celebrities and things where a lot of these people are a little bit too wrapped up in themselves and have gotten used to having every whim catered to and they forget what being a real human being is like. It's not the case with the NHL, and this is a prime example of that. Yeah, I've, look, I'm no fan of Sidney Crosby, but you're right. This is pretty cool. And if nothing else, this is going to get these kids excited or even more excited to play hockey for years and years to come. And this could be the spark that brings one or two or more more NHL players you know, in, in future generations. So I applaud that. And hey, yeah. I see uh, I see here Carl Hagelin was there. I like Hags. I miss him. I wouldn't mind playing with Hags. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. Exactly right. He was one of the forwards. And yeah, that, that hurt when, when we let him go. Or excuse me, when the Rangers let him go. Sorry, yeah, they, they didn't consult us for some reason. No, yeah, neither did they uh, consult us during this past trade deadline where they even tried to steal the American Rhino for crying out loud. <laughs> They heard about that Amish paradise thing. That's what they want. So, and, and thank you to your wife for, for saving you and keeping you here on the podcast and in New York mm -hmm. and being a Rangers fan. So well done. Well done. But getting back to this as, yeah, Crosby's, oh, they've been doing this for 10 years. These sponsorships, the Penguins Foundation, the NHL, USA Hockey, Dick Sporting Goods and CCM and have donated equipment to about 10,000 children over that 10-year period, and it shows no sign of stopping in the future as well. That is a lot of kids. Yeah, man, so definitely. There's no excuse at that point. Once you have the top-notch equipment and, and you get to play with NHLers, 
there's no excuse. You're going to be a hockey player or a hockey fan at least for the rest of your life, and that's going to be passed down to generation to generation, you'd imagine. Either that or it's going to do very well on eBay. Yeah, right. Hopefully not. Yeah, in this day and age that we live in, that's true. But Crosby said that he enjoys giving back because it reminds him of events from when he was young. Again, the benefit of NHLers and how good-hearted they are. And uh, he also said that just being a kid, that uh, anybody playing in the NHL, but for local players and people you look up to, was pretty amazing. And to be able to go out there with them now is a lot of fun. And the kids have a lot of energy and they're excited. And Crosby said that it definitely brought him back to being a kid and, and knowing what that's like. Being a fan and looking up to NHLers and having a dream to maybe one day be an NHLer yourself. So Crosby and his teammates were showing them some tricks and tips and, uh, you know, kind of uh, like a mini training camp kind of scenario. Is that what I'm given to understand here? From It looked like it was more fun than anything else, just kind of like maybe giving a tip here or there and say, you know, if these kids are novices or if it's the first time that they've ever been on ice, how to balance properly or how to hold the stick and stick handle and things like that. But from the picture that they showed from the article that we're quoting, which is from uh, a gentleman named Wes Crosby from the NHL.com. I smell a rat. I don't know. Fix, fix, fix. Maybe he's related to Bing. I don't Maybe. Maybe. Or, or Denise, right, from uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, who yeah, is I, I wouldn't mind. Bing Crosby's that, granddaughter. That's, that's cool. All right. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you Denise Crosby. Okay. So <laughs> the picture that uh, was on the article was Crosby put on some pads and was in the net. So it looked like it was much more about fun and not necessarily being drilled in how to play hockey properly. So you can't help but, especially from pros like that, that it's, it's just – second nature to them Mm -hmm. but to get a tip from a pro and especially multi stanley cup champion and and all-star you're going to remember that and and it's just going to make you better even playing on the ice off the ice on the deck wherever it's just going to make you a better person because having a thrill like that is is astounding was there an official there that crosby could give them some pointers on complaining to oh man come on (laughs) we almost got through it yeah, all right, all right. No, no, all right. I'm going to make up for it. Here, watch. Through gritted teeth. No, I'm not going to force you to do anything you don't want. No, I'll no, take no. Okay, right. I am a reasonable person. I will do this in the interest of fairness and objectivity. Good job, Sidney Crosby. You've done a really nice thing. Good on you. Well done, sir. Thank you. You've earned your spot in heaven 10 times over, but this just guaranteed you the spot in heaven. So <laughs> that well, one was hard. That You know what? That one, that's for your daughter and your wife and everybody you love. That's that's what that did for you, to, uh-huh. to give them their, their spots in heaven. So well done. That took a lot. Yeah. Well, as I said, I am reasonable. More than reasonable. Last minute remaining in the podcast. Thank you, Pop. So not a minute too soon. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of Hit the Deck, 92, as I recall. And uh, we want to thank you, Pops, for being the voice of the podcast. Thank you to Anthony Sejazi for providing music to the podcast, the LIQ for sound effects. Thank you, of course, ever and always to you, our treasured listener, for listening to the podcast and allowing us to do it. 
We do so value you and the fact that you continue to support us. And that support has been growing. And I have no doubt it is in no small part to you. And we are going to be greedy here and ask you to keep the support going. Keep the conversation going on Facebook at Hit the Deck and on Twitter at Hit the Deck Pod and, you know, Instagram. I've seen we've gotten a bunch of followers on Instagram lately. We're going to have to try and get some more content out there to reward you for your follows on YouTube. And uh, really, you know, just if you want to email us, email us at hitthedeck at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And this is the part where I'm going to put some more stuff on you. It's not enough that you just listen. I'm going to be greedy and ask you to help us even more. I'm going to ask you to recommend the podcast to a friend. One friend, go out and say, hey, this hit the deck thing is pretty cool. I think you would enjoy it. Why don't you give it a listen? And if you haven't subscribed yet, what are you waiting for? It's so easy. Just go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher, or the Podbean app, or wherever you get your podcast regularly, and click that subscribe button to hit the deck. Because, you know, that way you don't have to keep going looking for it, waiting for those tweets, and, and, and looking at Facebook or whatever. You can get right on that, right there, right in that podcast subscribey place i that's i've lost the thread okay anyway so do that and while i'm putting things on you for some reason i'm gonna just i'm gonna go way over the top and and i've already asked you for so much i'm gonna ask you to rate the podcast yes that's right i'm gonna ask you to go to itunes search for hit the deck and give us a rating a fair rating for this podcast because if you don't well, not you specifically, but, you know, you 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 have the opportunity and you can make a difference to this podcast. If people don't rate the podcast and comment about the podcast, then nobody knows the podcast is there. And, 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 and those ratings and comments really help us out, help people to find the podcast. So help us grow this podcast together. We're going to do we're a team. We are the hit the deck team. And we are going to do this together. I don't know. I don't know why I started like growling there for, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, James. What, what, what? (laughs) If you want to reach out to us too, and yes, do what your uncle American Rhino tells you, please. Yes. As Gary mentioned, Twitter, you can uh, reach out to us at hit the deck pod, Facebook at hit the deck and Instagram, as Gary mentioned at hit the deck. And of course, if you want to email us, Hit the deck at gmail.com, D-E-K. And I uh, just want to specifically thank Lou of the Charlotte Street Hockey because he's been such a super fan and doing so much to help promote us, as Gary has said, and Jeremy and Kevin as well. Those three gentlemen have done more than we could possibly have imagined from the support and growing the podcast. So thank you guys so much. And, and return the favor to uh, support Charlotte Street Hockey and, and the guy and Jeremy and Kevin. And, and all that stuff, too. So uh, we'd appreciate that. And uh, we might be off next week because I'm trying to convince the American Rhino to take next week off for Holy Week. And if we do that, then have a very blessed Easter to all who celebrate. I was saying Lou Earns. <laughs> so, yes. Anyway, enough. Enough. I, I think somebody needs to put me to bed. <laughs> I, uh, I, I am going to wrap this one up because it's... Clearly, I'm a little slappy, and it's about that time. So, 
in that vein, as ever, I would urge you to remember that whether you are playing in a nationally recognized tournament or whether you are playing in front of a worldwide audience on the interwebs, whether you are playing with a, let's call it, superstar of the NHL, or whether you are just playing with your own friends for fun. Regardless of what you are doing, I would urge you, of course, always to remember it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. I'm going to cut that out because that was a mistake.